This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now our new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of prediction shows? Do you want to fantasy book the companies? Does Bigfoot even really exist? If you answered yes to any of those questions, then check out the podcast that isn't a podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday, the standing streamer stands and delivers as he and Vanessa talk about all that's going on in pro wrestling today. Plus, see in-depth conversations with people in and around the wrestling world as guests share their stories and insights about making it in the business. The Putting You Over Podcast. Putting your weeknights over every Tuesday and Thursday. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. My name is Thomas and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we shared a room. Thought I knew your face. Yeah, we so go we... way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books. We're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also, check us out on Twitter at the Broadcast. That's B R O. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Ending. Yeah, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C, we spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast believes wrestling is a buffet. There's something there for everyone. These guys cover local Chicago indie scene, and all of their episodes can be found at twoheelsandaface.com. The number two heelsandaface.com
Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Friday, September the 23rd, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast that brings you all the late-breaking news in the world of wrestling. Whether it's behind the scenes or in front of the camera, we're here to give you an in-depth look on everything happening in your favorite promotion. Whether that's WWE, AEW, New Japan, Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, and so many more. Once again, we're a daily podcast that's available anywhere fine podcasts are made available. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's get right into the headlines. Starting over on E-Wrestling News, it appears the clock is ticking for a lot of WWE NXT 2.0 stars. Now, Andrew Ravens is writing in at this hour, WWE has introduced a new doctrine for all their developmental talents in NXT 2.0. Now, as previously reported, WWE Senior Vice President James Kimball revealed that the company evaluates developmental wrestlers every six months. Now, if they're not ready for NXT TV after two years, they officially get released. Now, Dave Meltzer reported on the Wrestling Observer that the new doctrine doesn't just apply to the company's newest signees either. This has been going on for quite a while, and now a lot of the stars who, if they are not getting over, are under pressure. It was said that many people on the developmental brand are on the clock as of right now. Nikki Lyons, Braun Breaker, Tiffany Stratton, Eden Enzo, Malachi Blake and Hank Whaler have all been some of the talents that have been pushed very hard since NXT was rebranded. Now you can follow up with more information on all this by continue following Andrew Raven and more information will be coming forward with eWrestling News. Now Degeneration X, the widely successful 1990s era faction is making headlines. WWE Monday Night Raw will celebrate a reunion of Degeneration X on October the 10th at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. Now the news was tweeted this afternoon. Although Shawn Michaels and Triple H are the main stars of the video, Shawn, X-Pac Waltman, and Road Dog Brian James are also featured, and in some clips Triple H asked if any more were gone. Now, of course, Billy Gunn currently works for All Elite Wrestling and The Late China is no longer with us. The show's season debut is another element if it's advertising. No more segments or matches outside of the celebration for Degeneration X have been announced for the show yet. For more information, continue following the Barclays Center and WWE and, of course, Andrew Ravens on eWrestling News for more information about the big celebration that will be happening. Now, there is a new report that's coming right, right now that it claims that WWE has spoken not only to Malachi Black, but others in AEW who are still under contract. Thomas Lawson's writing in at this hour, WWE was reportedly engaging in talks with Malachi Black despite him being under contract with All Elite Wrestling. Now, Black left AEW early this month after being granted a conditional release from the promotion. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that WWE reached out to Black during his deal with AEW, which he had signed for five years. Now, the new report confirms that Black was not the only person that was reached out on the AEW roster. Now, it's unclear who else WWE spoke to, but there were people. It's been reported that Black is eyeing a WWE return given the company's recent change in management. His final match came at All Out 2022, where he and the House of Black lost to Miro, Sting, and Darby Allin. For more information on all of this, continue following eWrestling News and more information will be forthcoming.
Now, there is an update for AEW's debut in the United Kingdom. Thomas Lawson's also writing in at this hour. AEW's arrival in the United Kingdom could come as soon as next summer, according to a report from Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Now, as far as AEW, they have exclusively operated events only in North America, except for a handful of events that happen in Germany and Tokyo for gaming conventions. The latest Wrestling Observer reported that the earliest AEW would be able to hold an event overseas would be next summer, as is expected to be held at the Caravan Cottage Stadium in West London. For more information on AEW and their plans to go across the pond, continue following eWrestling News and more information will be coming forward. Chris Jericho is making news at this hour. The AEW superstar is commenting on recent backstage issues with Inside AEW. Andrew Ravens is writing, AEW star Chris Jericho has made some comments regarding the problems that have arisen in All Elite Wrestling in the last few months. Now CM Punk, Ace Steel, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks all got into an alleged fight backstage after All Out 2022's media scrum. After various problems in the promotion, such as Eddie Kingston's confrontation with Sammy Guevara and subsequent two-week suspension, as well as the conflicts between Punk and Adam Hanmang Page have occurred as well. Now, the Elite are no longer the AEW Trio's champions, and CM Punk was stripped of the AEW Heavyweight Championship. The promotion has also suspended the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, CM Punk, and Ace Steel. Now, while speaking with GQ Magazine, Jericho had the following to say, Without getting into specifics, it happens all the time, Jericho states. That's one of those things that being around the business as long as I have, you just see. You just recalibrate and focus on the positives and realize that we still have a great locker room with a great group of people, great guys and gals. I think we've reestablished that on TV the last few weeks. We know this is a very special place and we're going to go out there and have some great matches and we are going to continue to kill it. Jericho would continue on by saying, you know what, we hit the reset button and I think it's exciting for everybody involved, including myself. We're just going to keep building things around here and that's what you have to do and that's what you have to do if you plan on having long time periods in wrestling. If you'd like to find out more about what he had to say about the AEW locker room, cruise on over to the article that is posted right now or on eWrestling News. Now there's more backstage news on how much money MJF has gotten since his leaving AEW earlier this summer. Andrew Ravens is writing in, At the All Out pay-per-view 2022, MJF made his comeback to All Elite Wrestling, and it was being revealed that he was the Joker in the Casino Ladder Match. Now, he's been absent for a while in his infamous promo, which led to his request that AEW President Tony Khan fire him. Now, top AEW wrestler said this past week in an interview with Ariel Helwani on the MMA Wire, now he's making stupid money right now with AEW, and... He did it without having to sign a contract extension. Now, according to a report from Wrestling Observer Newsletter, MJF is receiving more than $1 million a year annually. MJF inked the contract in AEW in 2019, but over the past few months, he's been upset with how he has not risen up the card, even though he's outperformed his original deal. His current AEW contract ends still in January of 2024. Now, between having interest in him both in AEW and WWE, he's referred to himself in the bidding war of 2024. Additionally, MJF said in interviews that he will go to any promotion that offers him the highest amount of money. To find out more what's happening with MJF, continue following eWrestling News and more information will be coming forward.
Another name has been brought up to be part of Triple H's team now that he's taken over in WWE. Andrew Ravens is writing in at this hour. Since taking over WWE's creative department, Triple H has rehired a number of former wrestlers now to be on his team. Now, the most recent one was Gabe Sapolsky. He reportedly is back with WWE and will be working on creative, although it's not clear if he's going to be with the main roster or he's going to be with NXT 2.0. This is all according to PWInsider.com. Now, Sapolsky was one of the many individuals on Triple H's team who was with the company but was fired in January. Additionally, Ryan Katz and Road Dog were on the team, but they were also fired but most recently, they've been rehired. Purchasing the ECW program gave Spokolsky gave his first job in the wrestling industry way back when, and he soon ascended to the heights of working with Paul Heyman. Now, before starting Dragon Gate, USA, and Evolve, he also was the first booker for Ring of Honor. He established Evolved as a prominent independent wrestling promotion and a fan base for NXT while serving as a promoter. Later, WWE acquired Evolve and Spokolsky started working as a consultant for the NXT division. Now he's been producing segments and working on creative, even though he's on the outside of WWE. Continue following more information on all of this and Gabe Spokolsky's information will continue to follow as news comes out. Now, the final gate and attendance are finally official for AEW's big event at the Arthur Ashe Stadium. Joshua Jones is writing in at this hour. According to a report from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, AEW Grand Slam surpassed a live gate that it did last year. Now, the show, which main evented AEW World Championship bout between John Moxley and Brian Danielson, it attracted 13,800 fans with 12,600 paid and a gate of roughly 1,020,000 thousand dollars. While the gate is higher than last year's 960,000, the fan attendance was down from last year about about 7,000 people. Now, the increased gate is believed to have been focused on higher ticket prices this time around. Was AEW's Grand Slam 22 the greatest show of the year? Now, you can definitely let us know by letting us know over on the E-Wrestling News Facebook page and their Twitter account. For more information about the big event that happened at Arthur Ashe this past Wednesday, continue following E-Wrestling News and more information will be coming forward. Soraya is making news at this hour, formerly known as Paige in WWE. We have an update on when she's actually going to be cleared to wrestle. As noted, Soraya made her shocking debut in All Elite Wrestling after a fatal four-way women's championship match on AEW Dynamite Grand Slam. AEW president Tony Khan later confirmed that Soraya signed a full-time contract with the company. Now, the former WWE superstar suffered a severe neck injury back in 2016. She would later be forced to retire at the age of 25 after an accidental kick from Sasha Banks during a WWE Live event. But according to a report from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Soraya has still hasn't been cleared to physically get in the ring as of late. Now, after the kick from Banks, WWE medical staff disqualified her from wrestling, putting on her the no-touch list on the company. Now, fans have noticed that she didn't get into any physical altercations with anyone during her return to wrestling on Dynamite. Now, the report does not say that Soraya would be cleared to wrestle, but of course, she also cites that Brian Danielson and Edge are examples of talent who are now able to wrestle again before they were sustaining what were then believed to be career-ending injuries. For more information on this, continue following E-Wrestling News, and we will have more information on her contract and what we can expect to see her doing in the new promotion.
Let's go ahead and talk about Too Cold Scorpio. The former ECW and WCW star is making comments and claims that Vince McMahon wanted to have sex with Sable. Thomas Lawson's writing in, Former WWE CEO Vince McMahon made it clear he wanted to sleep with Sable, according to former WWE superstar Too Cold Scorpio. Sable, whose real-life name is Rena Lesnar, was hired by WWE in 1996 as part of a deal that also saw the promotion bring in her then-husband, Mark Marrow. Speaking on a virtual signing on Gold Ring Collectibles, Too Cold Scorpio made his claim about the WWE chairman, and this is what he said. Sable walks by and she's got on this beautiful red dress. It looked damn near see-through at the time, but she was still married to Mark Marrow. And that time, you know what? I can't remember everything that was going on, but I almost forgot. But she walks by Vince and Vince goes, damn. Watch her as she walks out there. I don't know if he was meant to say it to himself or to himself, but I heard him say, damn. I want to blank that blank. I don't know when, but... I don't even know where yet. My eyes just couldn't get off of him. I couldn't believe. I thought he must have been smoking crack at night. He couldn't believe he just said that. I'm looking like Ron Simmons looks at people and goes, damn. But you know what? I knew what his intentions were. Now McMahon was retiring from WWE this past July, a month after resigning as CEO and chairman over the ongoing investigation into alleged misconduct in hush money. Now, Vince McMahon is alleged to have paid millions of dollars to several female employees to sign non-disclosure agreements regarding extramarital affairs, and he's been accused of coercing at least one woman in an actual in-ring talent into performing oral sex on him. For more information on all of this, continue following e-wrestling news and more information will be coming forward. Kevin Nash is making news at this hour. Kevin Nash is going off on CM Punk and calls him a prick and tells him to shut up. Now, it's very interesting when Kevin Nash takes the microphone. Ryan Clark writes in, WWE Hall of Famer Kevin Nash isn't one to hold back when discussing the current and the past events in the world of wrestling. Now, he came out swinging during his latest episode of The Click Podcast. Now, in a rant for the ages, Big Daddy Cool went off on CM Punk. Nash says he currently suspended former AEW world champion is already tired at the age of 42. To clarify, Punk is technically 43, and he went on to say that he was still wrestling at the age of 55 and had to deal with Punk mocking his age at that time during their 2011 feud. Additionally, Nash told Punk that he was being a little bit of a prick, and he feels like he needs to actually shut up when he's talking about how he feels. Now, on CM Punk is tired at age 42, this is what Nash said. At age 42, I mean, feels tired? You're trying to tell me Phil's tired. He's beat up. I was in the ring at 55 and was cutting a promo. He was cutting it on me. And you know what? He was talking about my knees and how his little sister thought I was dead. Yeah, you know what? That guy thought he was tired and he's 42. I guess in retrospect, if I was actually thinking about it, you know what? He was so toxic even back then. He couldn't pull his tampon out. He's so toxic. You know, when I thought about what that guy said, I Googled him. He was 42, maybe 43. Dude, he didn't wrestle for the last seven or eight years. I don't know why he's so tired. If you'd like to find out more about what Kevin Nash had to say, and trust me, he definitely lets everything fly in his raw comments about CM Punk, follow this article that's trending right now over on E Wrestling News. Veteran backstage AEW wrestler is now producing matches. 
Now, many know that inside the world of AEW, many veteran wrestlers have been signed. One specifically has been working in a backstage role in addition to working in the ring. Veteran wrestler and AEW wrestler Luther is now producing matches backstage for the promotion. Now, Luther joined the company in late 2019 and made his debut for the promotion in January of 2020, but hasn't been on TV in months after suffering an injury this past May. Now, Fightful Select reports that Luther produced a match for this week's episode of AEW Rampage on their Grand Slam event, which was taped after Dynamite. Now, the site reports that Luther has been producing matches for AEW actually for quite some time now. Now, Luther's tag team partner, Serpentico, is also reported been producing matches for the promotion as well. For more information on all of this, continue following eWrestling News, and more information about this will be forthcoming. Sammy Callahan is making news at this hour. The Impact Wrestling star and former independent star was a bloody mess at the end of the Impact Wrestling tapings, Violent by Design. Now, it wasn't a good night at the office for Sammy Callahan on this week's episode of Impact on Access TV. In the main event segment of the show, there was a contract signing for a barbed wire massacre match for Victory Road between Sammy Callahan, Moose, and Steve Macklin. Now, in the end, Macklin wound up stabbing Sammy Callahan with the pen used to sign the contract. Then a brawl broke out, and Moose lured Macklin into a trap. The show went off the air with Callahan using the blood from his head to actually sign the contract itself. If you'd like to find out more about all this, follow Impact Wrestling on social media and also follow Sammy Callahan to find out more information as this big match continues to approach. Ricky Morton is making news at this hour. The successful longtime wrestler discusses still wrestling at age 66 and he wants to face the Young Bucks. Ryan Clark's writing in this hour. At the ripe age of 66, Ricky Morton of the Rock and Roll Express is competing in the ring and he looks really good while he's doing it. During the latest edition of his School of Morton, podcast on ad-free shows, the WWE Hall of Famer commented on still competing at his age and what tag team matches he would still like to have alongside his son, Kerry. Here are the highlights from what he had to say. Now, while still competing at age 66, I'm 66 years old, and when you get in the ring with somebody that can make you look like 66, but they make you look like you're 28 years old, it's awesome. There's very few businesses that we have true workers, especially in wrestling. You know, they're worried about getting all their stuff in, but they're not worried about what kind of story they're trying to tell in the match. Now, what he wants to do alongside Kerry, he says, I'd like to wrestle the Young Bucks. That's what we would like to do. If you'd like to find out more about all of this, continue following him on social media, listen to his podcast on ad-free shows, and continue follow Ryan Clark and see we'll have more here on E-Wrestling News. Now, John Cena is making news in this hour as well. John Cena is setting a new world record for Make-A-Wish appearances. Charles Parker is writing in at this hour. Actor and superstar John Cena has officially set the world record for the most wishes granted under the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Reaching this milestone has gained him some recognition in the Guinness Book of World Records. Now, the foundation announced back in June that Cena is a record holder of wishes, and now it's been made official by Guinness. Cena now sits alongside only the one of the celebrities of that milestone. Now, Make-A-Wish Foundation is a nonprofit organization that gives children under the age of 18 diagnosed with a critical illness the opportunity to meet their favorite celebrity or athlete. The foundation also offers children to be guests at events or receive certain gifts. The C Nation leader granted the foundation their 1,000th wish back in 2012 to a young fan named Carden. As of today, Cena has granted 650 wishes alone, and that number continues to rise. Love him or hate him, you have to give him major props for doing all of these things for the foundation. 
After granting his 600th wish back in November of 2019, Cena had this to say to People Magazine. I said, if you ever need me for this event, I don't care what I'm doing. I will drop what I'm doing to be involved because I think it's the coolest thing. We've all experienced that joy of giving a gift for the holidays. And right there, it just nails it. That's the kind of gift I want to be giving people, especially when it comes to their lives and being able to give them a wonderful emotional moment. For more information on John Cena, continue following eWrestling News, and we'll give you more information on how he wishes he continues to rack up as the year goes by. The Young Bucks are making news at this hour. The Young Bucks are planning a special edition of their shoe release, and that's going to be happening next week. Charles Parker is writing in, Champ Sports will be releasing a special edition sneaker inspired by AEW EVPs and the tag team, the Young Bucks. The release date of the shoes will be September 28th, and they will be limited in stock. The price tag on the pair of gym shoes is $100. Champ Sports posted the news on their Instagram page, and the Bucks shared it via social media via Twitter. If you'd like to find out more about this, follow Champs, follow the Young Bucks, and follow Charles Parker, who will have more information on this developing story. That's going to do it for the headlines right now today, Friday, September the 23rd, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast to bring you all the late-breaking headlines in the world of wrestling. It's a daily podcast that's absolutely free of charge anywhere where you find fine podcasts. With that being said, I hope you have a great weekend. And my name is Mike Freeland, and I hope to catch you on the next episode of Headlines. My name is Mike Freeland, and if you're looking for an exciting wrestling podcast to add to your library, then look no further than the Front Row Material brand. Each and every week, I sit down with some of the most exciting superstars in the world of wrestling, from upcoming stars in the indies to dedicated veterans of the squared circle. I also host a daily podcast called Headlines, which gives you the updated information on all your favorite superstars in all your favorite promotions, giving you not only the backstage look, but also what are the industry experts saying about things. And finally, join myself and my executive producer the writ where we talk about everything in the world of professional wrestling all across the landscape from storylines to interviews to what's happening and what we think is going to be happening the next time you turn on your tv don't miss it it's the front row material brand brought to you by the mlw radio network the world of ML-